Huh? Huh? What do you say? Yeah! Okay, can you start right off with this song? But don't go to the beach scene yet. And, uh, because this song is kind of long and I want to play as much of it as I can. What's up? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's a quiet, it starts off kind of quiet. Very nice. What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. It's Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. Yes, tomorrow is the first of the month. And tomorrow is Thursday, so that would mean it's the first Thursday of the month, which means men's forum. Much needed and much appreciated. I love the men's forums. And you should, too, if you're a man and you want to come out to L.A. Some people fly in from Georgia, from Texas. They drive in from uh, San Diego, Las Vegas, all over. Santa Barbara, and even further north, the Bay Area. Everywhere. So, highly recommend you guys. I will be taking your calls. Some people are already on hold. 888-775-3773. And you are listening to Frodus again. Yesterday we played Frodus, and this song is called Belgian Congo. And I think of it as white music. Very nice. I like it. No song, no lyrics. I can't understand the lyrics. I'm gonna talk about the George Floyd hype. This Darnella Fraser woman, young lady, who recorded the viral video of George Floyd being kind of hurt. Being like, mama. I think she vi recorded that viral video that probably all of us have seen. There's a major attack on America. Censorship going out of control. Attack on voter integrity, they're calling it voter suppression. Georgia, stop it. And all you Republican states, stop. It's a shame. Uh, the virus shutdowns and all kinds of stuff. Man. It is 9.05 a.m. U.S. Pacific time now. Belgium is turning into Congo, says Jim Eagle. Yeah, white music. I like it. This is my s speed music. What does that mean, Jim Justice? I like this song so much, I wish it could... I wish that I had more to talk about, but I want to get started with the show. There are some cool parts to it. So maybe I'll... I don't know, maybe we'll play it again at the break or something. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, you can fade it out. Because we want to get started with the show. People are chomping at the bit to get started, right? Hey, I can't hear this Jim Justice. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh. So, isn't it a shame how they reward evil and punish 
good. This major George Floyd hype. Remember when his daughter sat or stood on the, um, the shoulders of a basketball player, friend of George Floyd's, very famous guy, and she's all like eight years old, however old she is. She said, my daddy changed the world. <laughs> all cute, but not for the good because all kinds of destruction is happening in the name of Georgia, Florida. And the dumb liberal fake Christians are saying the gospel legacy of George Floyd. Yeah, she wasn't lying. That's true. <laughs> but uh, yesterday marked day two, according to the far left female run outlet, The Skim, in Derek Chauvin, former officer Derek Chauvin's so-called murderer trial. Talk about overcharging. It reminds me of what they did to George Zimmerman. They overcharged him with murder. In the self-defense, obvious self-defense killing, presumed innocent, right, of Trayvon Martin. What a shame. That was back in, what, 2012? Something like that? Anyway, the courtroom yesterday heard testimony from six people, including four witnesses who were minors. Minors, meaning under 18 at the time of Floyd's death. They all shared the emotional toll it took on them, with one saying there was nothing she could do. The teenager, that's that Darnella, whatever woman, young lady, who recorded the viral video of the incident, said she spent many nights, quote-unquote, apologizing to Floyd, even though he was dead already, for not doing more to save him. Talk about just self-indulgent drama mess, right? And that's so typical. When you're in high school, everything is a big drama. I remember we had this rivalry going between, in, in my high school, between the football coaches and players and, and uh, football players who participated in track and the athletic department head who was like a football guy versus the cross-country people who were much, was, which included me, who were much more on the whole successful as a, uh, as a team than the football players. And... Major rivalry going on, and I remember at one point, some of my friends were prone to pull pranks. They would toilet paper people's houses, throw teepee over people's houses. I don't think they egged too many houses. Maybe they did, though. Sometimes they did some bad things. <laughs> they slashed one guy's tires, one of, the, one of the, the athletic director's tires, one guy. Man, bad kids. But they were like good kids, but they also did some bad things, right? And then... Over this incident in which they dug up the field, dug up the football field one summer day, summer evening, and they wanted to plant a tree in the field, but I don't know, maybe, I don't know what was going on, but instead they dug up, like, an X, like, X marks the spot, but then somebody had the bright idea, maybe a white guy, because there was one white guy, who had the bright idea of putting C in it. <laughs> and they said, don't put XC, then they'll know it's us. XC stands for cross country, right? And then they're like, no, don't do that. So then they put, well, we're going to, you can put my whole name and address. I don't care. One of the guys said, the white guy who thinks he's so crazy, right? So they put Matt next to it. So it said XC Matt. <laughs> and people got fired over that. Like there was an assistant coach who was, Brothers with one of the guys who was in this people got fired and when one guy got fired our one of our cross-country coaches quit 
And that started this whole drama where all of us kids were like, oh, this is so terrible. These are supposed to be the most exciting time of, and happiest time of our life, right? It was just drama. Unnecessary drama. Kind of like, was Hake a geek or a jock? Uh, both. Forget you, A. Owens. He says geek. Uh, that's how this is. These people don't have a clue. They just have all of this, oh, I apologize every night to George Floyd. What, is she praying to him? Some weird African thing? A nine-year-old witness, you probably saw that on the Jason Lee Peterson show toward the end of the day of the show today, remembers feeling sad and kind of mad at how Chauvin kneeled on Floyd's neck, not, knowing, not having a clue what's going on. Another witness, an EMT and firefighter woman, she was off-duty at the time, right? Minneapolis firefighter, 27 years old. She had attitude, by the way, I heard. Testified the police prevented her from checking Floyd's pulse. As if they hadn't already called the ambulance. An ambulance was on its way. They don't know her. Give me a break. Had she known, I mean, of course she knew, anyway. She knew that she couldn't do that. Anyway, the trial is continuing today with more witnesses. It's just a big mess. Feelings don't care about your facts, is the headline from Revolver News. Excellent news source, Revolver.News. There was an MMA so-called expert, a bystander witness with limited knowledge, and that firefighter female was a grumpy woman. She had to be reminded by the judge, according to local news report, Fox 9, I think, over there in Twin Cities, to not give attitude to the pros- no, the uh, defense uh, lawyer, Eric Nelson, I believe is the guy's name, the defense lawyer. And she was giving him attitude. That was Genevieve, uh, I'm blanking on her name, Genevieve, hold on, Genevieve Hansen had to re- be reminded by the judge not to be argumentative towards Chauvin's de- defense attorney. Eric Nelson. She, and at the time, in the incident, she called officers the B-word. There was all kinds of stress against the cops. And those crowds can be... I don't know. Those crowds, you got to watch those crowds. So thankfully, there was an Asian cop there kind of watching the crowd. But that guy shouldn't get up just because the crowds are shouting at him. Derek Chauvin. They, were ca- they probably caused more confusion, not helping the situation for George Floyd either, FYI. The media is, like, gushing, supposedly, on MSDNC, MSLSD, <laughs> over when w- the witness is, like, black racial tribalism. Remember that woman that I told you? I quoted her. The uh, woman, Dan- Darnella Frazier, as saying... When I looked at George Floyd, I thought about my dad, my brothers, my black friends. Because she's black. We showed pictures of her at the very beginning. But uh, this Jonathan Capehart guy is running his mouth. There she is crying. Probably at some rally leading up to this mess. Darnella Frazier, a minor. There is a major GoFundMe that's going on on her behalf. To have her attend a historically black college and university? Give me a break. It's ridiculous. Like, they've raised over half a million dollars for this woman. 
Peace and Healing for Darnella Fund. Look at that. $531,804 raised for this woman, plus another more than five grand for her to attend an HBCU. And it's not for her, it's for her mother because she's a minor. She can't receive the money. Somebody painted a picture of her crying face. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. What did they say? Oh, I have a headline from back in October about this girl who recorded this viral video. Face to, the number two, Face Africa. Face to Face Africa from October 28th, 2020. A few months, several months after she recorded this viral video of George Floyd crying mama saying, I can't breathe. Look, Darnella Fraser, teenager who filmed George Floyd's death. This is a black outlet. To be given the Courage Award. A Courage Award. And what award is that but from a fake free speech organization? And I call them fake free speech because I've covered this organization before. Ugly crier. <laughs> That's heartless. Misty Loca says. Um, the Global Literary and Human Rights Organization, PEN. P-E-N. I think that there, there's one aspect of the organization, at least. It's called PEN America. P, capital E, capital N. In December, give its, gave its Benison Courage Award to 17-year-old Darnella Frazier, the young woman who filmed the harrowing last few seconds of the life of George Floyd. Pen America announced on Tuesday Frazier will receive the award December 8th. This was last few months ago, right? At a virtual gala, gala, gala? Celebration for her sheer guts that changed the course of history in this country. What an evil organization, rewarding a woman who identifies with her blackness so too much, too much. <laughs> and who knows, maybe her, the point that JLP made after I reported that news in the beginning of the second hour on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, what is, is her, is her father and brothers and f- black friends criminals too? As George Floyd was, drug addicts? With remarkable steadiness, Darnella carried out the expressive act of bearing witness and allowing hundreds of millions around the world to see what she saw, said Pen America CEO Suzanne Nossel, N-O-S-S-E-L. Somebody look her up, I don't know. But that official peace and healing for Darnella Fund, $500,000. And some of the stuff that these people write is so ridiculous. The country will never be the same, writes some woman who organized this $500,000 plus earning GoFundMe page. And GoFundMe censors conservatives all the time, like they defund you. <laughs> World Star Awards is nine or 3,000. Yikes. Uh, she deserves peace and healing. In addition to the trauma, this brave young woman who filmed the murder of George Floyd. It's not a murder, that's slander or libel, because this is written. Um, watching a, the trauma of watching a black man be murdered by police. Talk about evil. These people should be sued. Uh, she has to deal with trolls, bullies, and ignorant people harassing her online. It took unbelievable courage for her to stand there and bear witness to such an awful tragedy. No, it didn't. Give me a break. There's a whole crowd of blacks overreacting to this, and nobody's going to do anything to the black crowd. It didn't take any courage. <laughs> Give me a break. Anyway, we all have our roles to play in the revolution against white supremacy, this thing writes. This is the GoFundMe page written by some 
I think a black woman, but I'm not sure, female, who's raising this money for this, for this girl, really for her mother. George Floyd paid the ultimate f- price of being black in this country. But let us not forget that a child had to be the eyes for this nation. A child paid the price for her innocence, her well-being, her hope, so that white people would start to wake the F bleep up. <laughs> and she censored herself. F hyphen dollar sign and sign ampersand up. And people are going out of the, their way to break her spirit? Hey! H-E double toothpicks. No. Nope. Not on my watch. White folks, you woke now? I'm reading this uh, GoFundMe page. Stay woke. You mad? Stay mad. You care about black lives? <laughs> well, we finna care about Darnella, too. <laughs> finna is black, if you don't know. For the, I guess for the boomers, because everybody else probably knows this, all right? Finna, F-I-N-N-A, is short for fitting to, right? I think so. Fitting to? We finna? We're fitting to... Like going or fixing. To, well, we're fixing to do this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. going to do something. Right. Okay. Fixing to do that. <laughs> uh, Mika Cole Kamensky. Kamensky. I'm assuming that that's a black woman or maybe mixed. Sounds like a Polish or Jewish last name, right? I don't know. Another GoFundMe raised like over five grand. Darnella Frazier's. And by the way, her mother is a, has a completely different last name. HBCU Scholarship Fund, organized by another woman. I don't know if I put this screenshot in the folder. The other GoFundMe that has like five grand plus. Uh, HBCU, historically black college and university. Yeah, okay, no problem. But they're talking about... The police were called on a 46-year-old African-American George Floyd for purchasing items with allegedly suspicious-looking $20 bill. Twice. It was a fake 20 twice. And you can be sure that it's, you know, these stores don't mistake, don't make mistakes. He left the store and the cops arrived. The store called the cops over the suspicious $20 bill that, they try, that he tried to pass twice, maybe because he was high out of his mind. The police arrested him peacefully with no resistance as shown in video footage, which is fake news. That's completely false. It was not peaceful. He was flipping out. He wasn't acting like he was going to fight the cops, but he was resisting arrest. He was saying, please don't kill me. And then he was like resisting arrest. The cop later, listen to this, what they write. This was written back in June of last year. The cop later forced him on the ground. There's no proof of that. In fact, it's the opposite. He said, Put me on the ground. I can't breathe. I can't be in this car. I'm what is that thing when you can't you don't like small spaces being inside small spaces claustrophobic or something The officer placed his knee on George Floyd's neck for several minutes while he was pleading for his life informing the officer He couldn't breathe an EMT who was a witness asked 16 times if she could check his pulse and insist She called the cops B words FYI or a B word one cop anyway Insisted he couldn't breathe and needed help. Three other officers stood by and watched. This officer's knee was on top of Mr. Floyd's neck for about nine minutes with all of his weight. Crazy. They claim that the, uh, they claim that the cops lied when in fact, no, as usual, the blacks lied and the liberals lied and the media lied. 
because he did indeed resist arrest. And they're pretending this woman is courageous for filming the police. Some people have asked about who Latangi, Latangi, L-A, capital T-A-N-G-I, Gillespie, last name, Gillespie, is. The person listed as the beneficiary for both of these GoFundMes. Latangi Gillespie is Darnella Fraser's mother. Different last name, so typical. Makes me think this woman doesn't come from a, a whole home, right? Sounds like a broken home. Or a home that was never even together in the first place. Who knows, right? So common. What a mess. Anyway, that's that. I had to share that with you. Just the drama that they're, that they're pushing. Let me get to Bobby in Texas. He wants to comment on this Chauvin trial kangaroo court what's up bobby it's good to hear from you good morning james how you doing buddy doing fine thank you oh you know what the callers have been coming in a little on the quiet side too hang on yeah did you hear me yeah what's up bobby oh not much man uh you kind of you kind of stole my thunder with your monologue (laughs) sorry about that that's all right i was but i did uh i did spend the time yesterday after uh after I finished working and, and did want to watch the, the trial and see kind of what the, what the stink was all about in there, see how they were going to be going about it. Yeah. And, uh, how shameless was that bringing up a nine year old kid to do a rehearsed testimony? Just yeah. disgusting. No, that's, that's all it was, was these people are talking about their feelings about it. And this woman talking about, Oh, I thought about my father, my black brother, my black, friends and it could have been one of them that gets killed so it's so phony that has nothing to do with anything yeah but i'll tell you what i did really enjoy was when the uh the firefighter rat or whatever comes in with her her dress uniform on so everybody can be like oh she's a fireman we gotta believe what she said right and then the uh but she got just totally reamed by the defense the defense did i thought did a really good job like putting her in her place and being like, you know, if somebody's telling you, you know, while you're trying to fight a fire, how to do it, right. would that distract you? Would that be, you know, would that be a distraction? No. No. <laughs> what a what liar. What if there were, what if there were 12 people, 10 or 12 people yelling at you, cussing at you, calling you names Would that? Yeah. Hurt you? And Blacks that, that... and recording you. Yeah. yeah. In your no, face no, shouting I'm, and cussing. I, I, I'm comfortable <laughs> that I know what I'm doing. I would just keep doing my job. Shut up. What a liar. Yeah. Come on. In fact, she couldn't even keep her cool when the guy was asking her these questions, right? Yeah. And then the the judge right before they ended it that just like reamed her for being not being cooperative and being a hostile witness. And she was like still arguing with the judge about it. Like, (laughs) and this was, and this woman was not black, right? She was like a white woman or something. Yeah. She's like a, she's a, Looks like she probably has one of them Kool-Aid haircuts usually, but for court, she she took the Kool-Aid out of her hair. Oh, that's funny. What she, she looked like. She was a... You think she's a blue-haired citizen. feminist? Oh, yeah, 100%. Just the whole style of her hair was that, that style, so definitely she's like that. Yeah, that's pretty rich. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just like, come on. And the judge was like, she argued back with the judge, like, I was just explaining myself. I was just finishing my answer. And he's like, looks at her like, 
You're nice. going to listen and you're going to do. Your answer is done when I tell you it's done. You're right. going to answer the questions the way he says to answer them. Yeah. Like you got a, you have an attorney or the state will ask you, you know, if they have something that needs to be cleared up. But it was just like, it was pretty funny to see him, the judge at least, kind of not allowing that nonsense. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you have to at I, least pretend to have some decorum, right? Yeah. And everybody in that courtroom is like playing this, like, oh, I just don't want to say anything that could possibly hurt George Floyd's case. It's like, come on, you're a witness. Yeah. Take the facts. Just be honest. Yep. And if you, what you say happened, happened, then he's going to go to prison. Right. But if you're sitting there lying and acting like, oh, I just don't want to say what happened. Like, do you think that's helping George Floyd's case? No. Yeah. It's it has facts or what? They have a clear agenda, an obvious yeah. agenda. And how can you be a witness, like, and come out, and the, even the prosecutors to be, like, thinking that's a good thing, because you know they they basically told them every word to say coming in there. Yeah. Huh? I bet they've been spending <laughs> the entire year going over these testimonies with these. And then the defense attorney didn't even answer, didn't even ask anybody, most of the people, any questions. He's like, just get this idiot out of here. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Let's just move on to the next person. Right. And then he just went to town on the firefighter. Interesting. Yeah, actually, I think I'll, I'll have some fun with this one. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Interesting, man. Well, I appreciate it, Bobby. It's good to hear from you. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's my birthday today, too. So nice. Happy birthday. Yeah, How yeah. old, if, if you don't mind my asking? Is that 44 now? My 40 birthday. The big four. Oh. Oh, okay, nice. Happy birthday. Thanks, uh, man. So you're a 1981 baby. Yes, sir. Right on. What I didn't realize that. Years? Yeah. When's your birthday? In uh, it in July, July seventeenth. Right, so respect your elders, buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Salute. All right. All right. Thank All right, you, Bobby. Man. Have a good one, bud. You as well. Very nice. You know, I got to get to my second favorite caller. So it is going on uh, thirty minutes after here. And we'll see how I do. I told you guys, oh, I only kept him on seven, less than seven minutes. It was actually like nine minutes. <laughs> anyway, what's up, Earl? How you doing? From Michigan. Hola, buenos dias. Good morning. Hey. It's funny how you want to put a time on me, <laughs> but you won't put a time on, on none of the people that praise you and kiss your butt. But you, you were always what, trying to time me. I don't keep the people. You peop- always wanted to limit me. Uh, Cry me a river. You, you get more time than anybody That's here. Right. Because you're not, you're, you're biased, you're huh? racist, and you like folks to, <laughs> to suck up to you. Not true. I don't keep those guys on very long. Do you, do you put a time on anybody else? No. All right. But sometimes Place, I've kept you closed. on for 20 minutes. Case closed. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my uh, balking, dude. I've kept you on for like twenty five minutes before. Sometimes one Give me time, a break. yeah. But every every since almost every calls, time, I, it's more than seven minutes, I which is more than never, I give the agreeers. I have never <laughs> heard any of your complaining callers call about <laughs> people that agree with this you. This is so petty. Because I don't keep and them you, on long. So you do keep them on. No, I don't, not that long. You kept them on. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm not going to get sucked into this argument. I'm not going to get sucked into this argument. 
I hope I'm, not because the truth. I'm already it's sucked too, in. <laughs> it's the truth. All you do is listen to some of your podcast. But uh, Earl's I was going to talk up. about. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, Rick from from Virginia being the apologist, uh, extraordinary that he is. White apologist. <laughs> uh, I usually don't talk about folks. I usually just talk about what they say. But he he continually make a point on down and black folks just to get your kudos. You, th- you think that's what it is? And tomorrow and the next day and whenever he calls, you'll be complaining finding something else that he can complain about black folks to get your okay. <laughs> Rick is the nicest uh, guy. He doesn't uh, say anything negative about you. Nice or, or not. He doesn't they talk about them. you or Maze or T or anybody. He does talk about like blacks in general. He'll talk about Roland Martin, but yeah. but he's like the most positive person. And I want to challenge him. I want to challenge him on Roland Martin. Oh gosh, See, Roland Martin has uh, challenged his hero, uh, Brandon Tatum, and Candace Owen. Roland uh, Martin is scared of Jesse Lee Peterson. Listen, listen. I don't want to hear that nonsense. It's a fact. Because uh, Jesse, Jesse Lee Peterson is a joke. But uh, Yeah, that's why, you, be, that's why you he, call into my show be, and his every he, day that you can. He cannot, he cannot debate with the likes of, of Lee Elder, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, uh, uh, Richard Spencer, uh, other folks. All those people He's are intellectuals. That, Jesse Lee is not in that category. Yeah, because Jesse Lee but, is deep. Those people are intellectuals. Jesse Lee Not is, very is deep. stupid and he's shallow, and yeah. he has a very low—he's uh, stupid, brilliant. He's stupid wise. Of course, you—you you remind me of uh, of uh, uh, who's that? George J. Liddy that just died. I don't know from the Nixon uh, uh, Watergate scandal. Uh huh. I'm not familiar he with that guy. He was a fanatical. He—he was a. He was a fanatical supporter of Nixon in in his administration. Nice. Yeah, he, he went to jail for him. But, That's awesome. Uh, you remind me of him of your fanaticism with Jesse Lee Peterson nice. and Trump. Okay, cool. You know, uh, you know are sick. you lonely, Earl? No, that has nothing to do. <laughs> I just point out things that you ignore that you want to put a slant on on black folks and and paint them to, uh, uh, in a certain light. And I dispute those, those things, and you you get upset about it. <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, you know, you was talking about. I'm a, I was I'm watching the uh, <laughs> the trial. I watched yesterday, and so forth. Yeah. And you just have Bobby reporting, and y'all making these all these ridiculous arguments about stuff you just heard clips of. Uh, I didn't even, I didn't even hear it. clips. I just read the quotes. Yeah. Well, I, I watched the whole thing from beginning to end. Still watching it. It's funny how interested but, uh, you are. You're so controlled and directed. Your attention is completely no, I, directed I, by the liberal media. It's so pathetic. No. Did you notice I can, that? I can see, I can see the, the crap that you pull, that you, the misinformation that you pull out and so forth. And then when people question about it, 
You don't like it. At over oh. 70 years old, or however old you are, maybe 60s, maybe 50s, if I'm being, I don't know. Uh, you, you it's it's a shame you that you are... Hold on, man. I'm, Earl! Earl! I'm trying to talk. It's a shame that you are so controlled by the liberal media, or whatever you listen to, whoever you listen to, that you think it's important and worth your time to be wasting your time watching a dumb trial about a dumb person getting himself dead. No, I, I don't waste my time correcting you with your foolish nonsense. That you're lying. So that you like it. I think like they it. might be right. Either you're lonely or you're on an ego trip. That's no, why I you like arguing with me. That's an excuse you make because you don't like people to point out your flaws in, 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 the, in the lies that you tell. Uh, Not true. That you... Uh, you you think you're right about everything. And anybody that's different from you must be wrong. That's how arrogant and self-righteous I mean, you think you're Generally, doing. that's reality. No, that's, that's narcissism. <laughs> that's you suck on yourself, fool. <laughs> well, but, uh, uh, there's a, uh, I heard know, that there's, uh, a, there's a theme song for you from Clarence Frogman Henry called Ain't Got No Home, and that's your theme song. Maybe we'll play it for you someday. Who cares about that? <laughs> it's going to be because fun. Because of your narrative. You <laughs> just like to put down blacks, and uh, you don't like people telling you, you know. No, I do like your it. Your whole life, your Are whole you life, me? your whole show, since you've been on the air, since you started, it's it, 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 it been detrimental to blacks. Talking I, about black. I and like... And you don't like nobody. Oh, you, come on. You are, you're a sociopath. Sociopath? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You're talking about, you, you, talk about, you talk about the little girl... If I don't like challenge, how come I keep you on for so long? And how come Maze is my favorite caller and you're my second favorite? If I don't like challenges. Because you, because you think we're a joke Ladies to first. you. To you, it's a joke. You see? Well, I mean, honestly, then, man, you are kind of a, you are kind of a joke. I don't mean that yeah, to be to me. mean, but <laughs> you you, you got to get over yourself, man. I got to go. Well, though. We'll I, talk. I don't need to get over myself pointing out All the right. misinformation that you put out. Okay. Somebody has to do it, don't they? Yeah. Have a good day, Earl. Adios, amigos. Adios. <laughs> man. Let me get to Rick, a first-time caller out of Michigan. He wants to comment on Earl and some of these other haters. Rick, are you there? Yes, sir. Hi, Hake. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling. Yes. Well, I don't know where Earl's from. Do you know where he's from, other than just Michigan? I do not, either. Okay, well, I'm born and raised in Flint, Michigan. I don't live there now. I haven't lived there since I got out of the Marine Corps. I don't blame you. I know... I know growing up, I left Flint in 1985 to join the Marine Corps, and I never went back. And my parents and my grandparents uh, both uh, were raised in Flint, Michigan, and my grandparents talked about the days back when 
in the 40s and the 50s when Flint was the mortar city capital of the world. Wow. And we had people, we had people from all dignitaries from all over the world that come to Michigan, come to Flint to see the mortar city capital of the world. Today, it is a cesspool. Yeah. I mean, complete cesspool. And there's only one way to clean it up, and nobody wants to hear me because they have to follow behind us Marines with body bags. And that's the only way. Um, the police can't, can't do anything anymore. It's out of control. Uh, I've heard stories from people that say when they catch these little black kids um, the under the age of 18 with a gun in one hand and a handful of crack in the other, and if they don't hurt nobody, they release them. Wow. That is terrible, if there's man. no violent crime, they release them. And then I hear this guy calling up, and he's from Michigan, and he don't represent Michigan, I can promise you. Yeah. Uh, there's way many uh, Michiganders um, that are completely um, um, uh, conservative. Way. Yeah. And so I don't understand where all this is coming from other than the inner cities. And um, I it just, it blows, you know, I listen to you, Jesse, every morning. And sometimes I listen to you, it just depends. But um, your, your whole crew, uh, Joel, and, you know, God bless him. I hope his business takes off. And Me too. Nick and Chris nice. and you, you guys are awesome. I mean, I wish I could, uh, you know, start something out here in, in the Midwest, you know, Michigan, kind of like what you guys are doing to wake the people up even more. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Because... Uh, yeah, uh, yes, sir, because you and Jesse, your whole crew, you guys uh, hit the nail on the head on a daily basis. You do not miss. And they don't care what any of these people say. And you know, I know, as long as you're a godly man, they can say whatever they want, call you names. Who cares? Yeah. They're, they're the ones that are the children of Satan, and so let them suffer. Right. Yeah. Appreciate that. Rick, so, how um, old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I, I'm 53. Nice. You know, you mentioned... And I was. You mentioned Flint before. Before you co- before you go on, hold that thought. You mentioned Flint. Yep. All I ever hear about Flint is the Flint water crisis, and they blame it on whites. But you don't right. hear about and, the crime and, and, that's running the city. Oh no, you won't hear about that at all. And um, I, where I grew up on the west side of Flint, I got an old buddy I grew up with uh, since we were kids. Still lives over on that side. And um, I graduated from Carmen Ainsworth High School, and um, that whole side of Flint over there um, was the only good side when I was a kid. He said, today, um, right down the street from where I grew up, there's three or four people that overdose every day. Wow. And it was not like that when I was a kid. That is... Uh, it's just out of control. And my, my mom or my grandma and my dad and my grandpa, they're all buried in Flint, and I know they've rolled over in their grave a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's seriously. Such a horrible place. I just and, and today I live in Lapeer, which is like twenty minutes west, uh, east of of uh, Flint, and and um, um, this is a great, beautiful little town. One hundred percent conservative here. Everybody. Wow. And uh, it's just and so that's where I live. Yep. In your in your mind, when did the decline of Flint and Detroit and all that start? Was it was it NAFTA with Bill Clinton, or was it before that with the um, the? It was way before immigration. Was, was it immigration, 80s. or was it the uh, welfare state, or both? 
Uh, it was probably a combination of both because I remember growing up in the late 70s, early 80s, my dad saying, you know, GM, Ford, and Chrysler's leaving, so you better find a job. Wow. You know? And I said, no worry, Dad, I'm joining the Marine Corps. <laughs> so even back then in the early 70s and the 80s, it was already because they're leaving. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people moved to Michigan because of the big three. Right. The big three you know, auto so companies, now, right? Right. Yeah. Right, uh, Ford, Chrysler, and um, uh, uh, and GM, and so um, and 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 they just um, when they had that big bailout, you know, years ago, I thought that was a crap. Yeah, because you give them people all that money, you know, and they make you know how much money they make every month when people people are paying their car notes, and then you just spend it frivolously and yep. racing and who knows what, and then you want us to bail you out. I understand they paid it back, but they're lucky I wasn't in charge because they would have got nothing. They're <laughs> yeah. lucky I'm not in charge because I wouldn't. I'm telling you, these Marines, there's a lot of veterans out here. Uh, here's a number I wanted to put out. You can look up how many hunting licenses were sold last year in America. And the number one state was Wisconsin. There was 470,000 deer licenses. Wow. Second was Michigan. Second was Michigan at 280,000. Tied with Pennsylvania at 280,000. Louisiana was 250,000. Tied with Alabama. And so on November 15th, every year, we have our own national security that goes out into the woods every year. <laughs> and, you know, with all them people that are out there, not one person was shot last year. Wow. Not that's one. kind of encouraging. So, nice. Yes, and that's a positive note to know that we have Americans that go out every year on November 15th with high-powered rifles, and nobody was shot. Yeah. That is the mass, that is the mass of the largest armed army on the planet earth that is cool <laughs> well they need to be so uh, they need to be sp spiritually armed and strong too we need to rebuild america you know how joe biden calls it a battle for the soul of the country and so does like christy yeah. Noam. it's like yeah the, the <laughs> evil people want to eat your soul that is true and especially children oh, absolutely yeah so it is so, and I've woken up, I didn't know this, I, I talked to Jesse about it, but I didn't know this my whole life. I've been a slut maker. <laughs> and it's just within the last, oh, five years that I've kind of woken up, and then when I got a hold of um, Jesse and listening, now I have completely awoken. Now I understand that all of them are their mama and Eve. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay, not all, but most. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, sir, it's great to hear you guys. You're awesome. Keep up the good work, and don't ever get down with these uh, intellectual. They think they're smart. They not. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it, Rick. I'm a Marine, and I'm not too smart, but, boy, I got a little bit of common sense. My dad used to walk, call it walking around sense. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you, Rick. So, we appreciate that. that. Yes, sir. It's great to Very hear from good. you. Very good. Take yes, now I'll, I'll keep stay in touch. All right. Thank you, sir. Great call. God bless. You as well. Asmador says over 1.1 million hunting licenses were sold in Texas last year. Interesting. Is that true? Wow. And I wonder if that's how high that, how much up that is. 563,000 in Minnesota. 
I wonder if that's up from previous years because people are, I hear people are training and because they don't have faith in, like, look at how the riots were allowed to get out of control and how the shutdowns have increased desperation and crime and joblessness and mess. Terrible. The communist shutdowns all in the name of, oh, protecting people's lives. And we still lost 500,000. Give me a break. Supposedly 550,000 or 600,000 almost. Supposedly to the China slash communist virus. I got to get to uh, quickly, quickly to Tony in California. He wants to comment on George Floyd and Joel Friday here. What's up, Tony? How are you doing? How are you doing today, Hank? Doing fine. How about you? I'm doing just well, sir. Nice. Yeah, I was calling, calling about the George Floyd murder. <laughs> not a murder. Excuse me? It's not a murder. Oh, yes. It was, it was straight murder. Sir. Nope. Straight murder. False. Well, I understand you're, you don't want you're, to... You're you committing slander right now. You shouldn't, well, you shouldn't slander your fellow man. Well, he's your fellow human fellow being. Hey, y'all, y'all do it every day, so I, I can do it a little bit, I guess. Oh, so one, so supposedly we do wrong, right? And so that justifies you doing wrong? Well, no, it's not justifying. I'm just calling it like I see it. it but you don't video. see it. You do not see it. It was, it. It was on no video, pun intended. so I mean, what more do you need? What more do you offer? Oh, they ain't got to say nothing in the courtroom. All they got to do is keep showing the video. That's all they got to do. And it's self-explanatory. Nope, it isn't. You're just a blind person who thinks that you know what you're looking at. Well, like I said, yeah, it, it, it speaks. The video speaks for itself. And, no, it doesn't. And Joel, Joel, you should have never wore that red, green, and black shirt. I know Jessica gonna get rid of you. <laughs> I seen it in his eye. There's um, all kinds of speculation Nick, about Nick, your Nick, real reasons Nick, for leaving. <laughs> Nick, Nick, and Hank. Was talking bad about you, said you was a traitor because you had that shirt on. And I said, yeah, Joel ain't gonna last much longer now because he he bringing it. How many years ago was that? <laughs> hey, Joel, I support you one thousand percent, my friend. Wherever you go, what a I'll be snake. behind you, brother. I'll be behind you. That's creepy because Hank Hank can't stand you because <laughs> you had that shirt on. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tony. I think, but, I, but I'll take it. Thank you. Very nice. Hey, keep it real. Try to keep it real, man, because you know one thing? I always every do. Day lie, every day you lie, I'm going to be right there on top of you, bro. <laughs> Interesting. Well, thank you, Tony. Y'all, y'all have a wonderful day, and, 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 and try to keep it real, but I know you can't. All right. All right. Have a, have a good Black Friday. I mean, Black Wednesday. Have yeah. a good day. Do you celebrate Good Friday and Easter? I don't celebrate that pagan mess, bro. How about Resurrection Sunday? Do you celebrate Resurrection Sunday? <laughs> anything the white man made up, I don't celebrate that. But whites all came up with lots of good things. Don't you like all being all in America? You live in America. It's all about it's all about the dollar. That's all he made it up for. For sales, sales. Aren't sales. you all That's proud it. of yourself for like owning properties and earning dollars? I'm about Juneteenth, okay? That's all oh, gosh. I'm talking about. Juneteenth. You celebrate Juneteenth? No. Okay, well, that's the same way I feel about your pagan holidays. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Nice talking with you. Take All it. All right, bro. What a mess. <laughs>
Okay, guys, uh, before I get back to calls, I gotta read, speaking of this attack upon whites, by the way, Brandon M. gave a Trovo, what is it called? Is it called a colorful chat? Let's see, what, the, what is this thing really called? Yeah, I think it is called a colorful chat. Um, Jarrell, this is from Brandon M. on Trovo, hold your wallet and watch for sharp objects with Tony behind you. <laughs> he says, I know. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, uh, anyway. Very nice. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson hosting The Hake Report on dlive.tv slash The Hake Report. And I got a super chat from Based AF, Based underscore AF, for America First, who said on streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report, governments want people to need vaccine passports for everyday activities, but voter ID is too much to ask. Yep. Great point. Which, what's funny is I saw liberals or communists or whatever they are over on Twitter saying the opposite. They're like, oh, conservatives say, you need voter ID and make it hard to vote. But, uh, but a vaccine passport, oh, that's big brother. They're pretending like they're the reasonable ones when in fact you are indeed the reasonable one based underscore America first AF. That's true. The government, and the government is, and same with the communist corporations. You know the, that music, the Christian punk or post-punk music that I was playing at the beginning of the show from Frodus? Frodus was all about anti-corporations and stuff, conglomerates and international and stuff like that. And false culture. Like, I think a, a newer version, like a spinoff from that band from the 90s, and I don't want to praise them too much because maybe they're dumb liberals, right? Even though they're supposed to be Christians, I think. By the way, shout out to CLC hosting the Hague Report over there on DLive. But one thing they, one thing they talked about was um, false culture. Corporate-made culture. That's what Women's History Month is because none of us would know anything about it if it weren't for these corporations pushing them on us. And the, and the dumb liberal government, fake government, right? That's false culture. Black lives matter. False culture. But the blacks, you just eat it up. And so too do some of my old punk rock friends. I call them punk rock friends, but they're kind of into that. Thinking that they're all independent and anti-establishment. Look at Eminem, who used to criticize the media, and now he just repeats the dumb liberal media stuff in order to smear President Trump. Remember when he did that, what they call it a cipher. Which means when you rap with no instruments, I guess, or something. <laughs> cipher. What? Explain what a cipher is, because I'm now distracted. <laughs> uh, it's like a rap, um, or a lot of rappers, I guess they uh, they lay down their verse over an instrumental track. So it's like a like like a freestyle cipher or a rap battle type thing. It's, it's okay. black, black culture. But without the track or with the track, or with does the, it matter? Instrumental with the track. With the track. Because it seemed like Eminem's did not have any music to it. Or am I mistaken? Oh, they turned his off. He did okay. that purposely for that, that one moment. Okay. To show off his skills. Oh, all right. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so he did this cringy <laughs> rap song. That was one of our early um, yeah. Hate Report episodes. Uh -huh. We talked about how... Eminem just embarrassed himself and completely went away from his 
so-called anti-establishment mentality right. and just sounded like the like the typical dumb liberals that you watch on CNN or Fox News or these liberal media platforms. So shameful. <laughs> yeah. Tony Earl and Mays, says Lin Yen Chin, are proof that liability evasion based subjugation, also known as bureaucracy, is the spirit of mama and Satan. Interesting. I'll have to think, I'll have to ponder that one. I'll have to let that sink in. Oh, I was talking about a uh, false culture and how with song lyrics, song lyrics, sometimes they'll sink in and you'll hear the lyrics in your mind. And then finally, after you'll hear the lyrics in your mind, like it replays in your head, and then you finally understand the song, what the song is saying. Sometimes it takes me like years to understand what the heck a song is trying to say. Uh, Captain James manning the USS Hake with a pipe blowing and hype. It's a colorful chat from Meve. Super cap from Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, guys. But this false culture, Black Lives Matter, false culture. And I was talking about my punk rock friends who are anti-establishment, but then they share the Blackout Tuesday, which ha- took place in early June of last year. So cringy, pushed by the liberal uh, social media establishment. Stuff went viral, it's promoted and all that stuff, pretending the Black Lives Matter, and so we're going to post a black square on Instagram. And didn't you post a... Never mind, I don't want to do it. He posted a white square. So edgy. <laughs> I think you said KKK lives matter. Maybe I shouldn't bring that up, but they do, right? It don't lives don't lives matter. But uh, yeah, people just follow along, follow right along with this false culture. Am I wrong? Says Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, you know what? Let's start that song again, but play it kind of quiet, and I'll talk over it, and then I'll go away for the last like two minutes of it. Does that make sense? I'm going to talk about this stop AAPI hate, speaking of this false culture. Yeah, just play it from the beginning, I guess, if that makes sense. And then I'll step away, and then I'll come back to the calls. I have my favorite caller lined up next, just so you guys know. And I have Zach from Columbus, Ohio, and Rick from Hampton, Virginia. Hake, Joel going to be missed. Someday he's going to join BLM just playing good luck, <laughs> says Cobra Coy 99 with a colorful chat. I like this song, and it's not a song, it's an instrumental. It's a piece. I like this piece, <laughs> or this track, as the people call it, when it used to be CDs, right? Yeah, this is Frodis. This is Belgian Congo, which sounds kind of globalist, or... uh pushing the diversity so much that we become mush. Let's get a cypher going, says Joel Friday. (laughs) You want to rap over this? (laughs) Lay down a verse. Isn't that what they say? Lay down bars. Joel got bars. (laughs) That's so cringy. White imitation of (laughs) deep bars. So anyway, this stop AAPI, hate Asian, Asian American Pacific Islander. And some of these people are not Asian Americans because they're not Americans actually. Many of these people are older people who came here. I'm, I surmise. That's my assumption. But they're calling them Asian Americans, people who are getting attacked in the streets. Many of them are not Americans. Not that it matters that much, but they're calling them Asian Americans, which seems to me like a big assumption. But anyway, the skim, the far-left female-run outlet, the skim, reports 
on anti-Asian violence. Earlier this week, a 65-year-old Asian woman was attacked in broad daylight in New York City's Times Square. Video shows a male, I put male, they put man, because they hate men, but I put male, kicking the woman, stomping on her face, reportedly shouting anti-Asian slurs. I don't want to speculate on the race of this male, because I don't know. She suffered serious injuries, recovering at the hospital. Video also showed several bystanders doing nothing to intervene, one even closing the door as the woman struggled on the ground. I don't know where this was exactly. It's closing the door? Supposedly Times Square. As she struggled, New York Police Department released uh, photos of the suspect investigating the attack as a hate crime. The fifth known anti-Asian attack in New York in just the past week. And I think that a lot of these are just attacks. You know, you attack the weak and helpless. Not you, but these evil people. Came amid nationwide calls to stop Asian hate, is, a, is their quote, right? Yesterday, fake President Sleepy Joe Biden announced that the evil DOJ and the corrupt lying FBI will be addressing gaps in hate crime reports updated data system so that they can manipulate and massage the numbers and go after white people for them. I'm putting that in there, right? The president's also reinstating a White House initiative to combat anti-Asian violence. The U.S. says the skim has a long history of anti-Asian racism. Here's what you need to know about the country's past discrimination against the AAPI community and how you can help combat it. Give me a break. I gotta take a break. I'll be right back, guys. Crank the music. And I'll be back in a couple of minutes, hopefully. Very nice.
We're back, guys. Wasn't that nice? I liked it. It's an attack on America. Let me get to some calls. My favorite caller, Mays, in Dayton, Ohio, wants to comment on the Chauvin trial and maybe say hi to Joel Friday here. Hi slash bye, I guess. What's up, Mays? How are you doing? Hello, James. Hey. Well, I want to just say uh, Joel goodbye and enjoy his life. Nice. Thanks, Mays. Isn't that and sweet? Also, and also with this trial, I keep hearing, oh, no, I have a question first. Okay. Uh, when um, Moses went down to Egypt land and told Pharaoh to let the people go, who was Pharaoh? Pharaoh mm-hmm. was a black king. No, I'm kidding. Really? I'm, I'm yeah, totally right. kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. He was the guy mm-hmm. in charge of Egypt, the king of Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was telling to let the people go. So that's what's happening to you all and y'all can't. Because you keep saying black people are cursed. I don't understand where y'all got that from. Ask Jesse about it. He's the one who's saying it. Yeah. He's but cursed. you don't I see mean, that blacks are acting out of control and blind and uh, just a stubborn people? Really? Maybe they are the Israelites. A blind and stubborn people. Really? In your eyes, you say. But don't anyway, you? Oh, wanted, come on. I just, I just anyway. wanted to know... And the guy that was discussing about uh, uh, a conservative little state that they had, and all of the kids with the crack and all that stuff, and the guns. Yeah, in Flint, now, we Michigan. Got favor. And when Rush Limbaugh went to the hospital, but being on drugs, should he have lost his job, or they should deny him from being, operating on him from having the problems that he had because he was doing drugs? What's your question? Rush Limbaugh, should he, he have been denied medical help because he had been doing drugs? Uh... But what was wrong with him? So they just said, "Well, get on back out there because you've been on drugs. We don't need to do anything for you." Why are you? So why are you suggesting? Happen. Why are you asking if he should have been denied medical help? Because, because you're saying the man. You keep saying that the man was on drugs. Who? George Floyd. George Floyd. Yes. Yes. Is a completely different situation. No, George Floyd. Situation. Hold on. Let me just tell the story of George Floyd. No, we don't want to go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, because you brought it up. I'm in a hurry, James, so can I get my point out? Oh, right Lord. Okay, it's a dumb point. Okay, Please. it's a dumb comparison. No comparison anyway, between no, Rush Limbaugh he, and George Floyd. FYI. Rush Limbaugh was a drug addict. He, he, he did not try to pass a fake 20, and he didn't resist arrest. Well, and James, he, didn't get, he didn't ask to be put on the ground when, when he arrested, when put pass, in the vehicle. So it's a dumb point. Fake, do they pass fake 20s and $100 bills? Do they? Yeah, the people do. That's right. So when I go, when I take my money, did Rush do that? Did Rush do that? You know what? Before did Rush do that, Mays? Excuse me. Did Rush pass a fake twenty? No, he was on. He was on drugs. And we talking about the drugs. We're not talking about a fake. I know, but but the the whole circumstance, the whole reason George Floyd encountered the cops was because he passed a fake twenty twice. Well, fake twenty. So why you keep talking about he was on drugs? The reason he died. Because that is the reason he died. No, 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 no. And then when anybody, anybody. (laughs) <laughs> Anybody in y'all man that get arrested by the cop, they were on drugs. They died by the cop by what by these crazy cops. They died because they were on drugs. No, and George George Floyd was the crazy one. If you saw the, the video, you could tell that he was go, he was nuts. He was out of his mind. Also, at the time. and G Gordon Liddy died too. Did you know that? Who? G Gordon Liddy. G Gordon Liddy. Is that how you pronounce yes. it? Is that the guy yes. that Earl said was the? Uh, it has something to do with our country. Yeah, that stuff. Nixon. With the Nixon guy. Yeah, him. Okay. He went to jail and he got pardoned. At age 90, right? Age 90? I don't know how he was. I think he was. But yes, but when I hear you talk about drugs... That's all before my time. Rush was your biggest drug king, I mean, Oxycontin druggie. Elvis Presley was a druggie, too, but y'all don't want to talk about it, but y'all always want to keep a dad on drugs. Elvis Presley. Elvis Elvis Presley. Presley. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then you got these over your epidemic. And you got the opioid epidemic, so how you going to sit around and talk about a crack epidemic, which is over? That's why I say it, Pharaoh. Who is Pharaoh? You listen to him every day. You're try- what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to who every- who's Pharaoh in your mind? <laughs> all the ones that's in your chat it's ridiculous to pretend. It's ridiculous to pretend the- that all those problems of the black community are solved because the crack, you hear the so-called crack discuss- epidemic. Look, at there's the great G. Liddy. A man's man. When you hear somebody saying, uh, discussing what's going on in the black community, yeah, but they don't, you know, you got, you say keep y'all under the cover, but everybody know that. Not true, Mace. Not true. We call out, we call out all people. No, you don't, because you don't even want to call out what happened at the Capitol. So how you gonna call out all people? I did call out. I did call out what happened at the Capitol. So you're lying about that. You're lying about me. But James, in Washington State, they gave the guy a GoFundMe that shot the the people down in the street. They gave him a GoFundMe. And they gave him money to help him out, which he should have been I going don't to know that that's true, Mays. I think there was a lot of censorship going on. In on fact, in fact, I was censored when I put up a picture on Instagram of the great, the great Kyle saying. John Wick Jack Bauer Rittenhouse between the, people. the people that were uh, the characters who were created in his image, John Wick well, and Jack Bauer. But yeah, James, I was censored. Pharaoh's army got defeated, and we listen to Pharaoh every day. Who's Pharaoh in your I'm mind? I'm in the name of Jesus. Are you calling Jesse Lee Peterson Pharaoh or something? What are you talking whoever about? Whoever you want, whoever you think I'm calling Pharaoh. No, you, you, listen you to Pharaoh. I'm in the name of Jesus. I'm Pharaoh, not a mind reader like a woman, Maze. Oh, I forgot y'all can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard for y'all to do. But with that, I said I finished. I just asked you the question. You so think remember, you think that you Pharaoh's can? You think you can read people's minds, Maze? No. Then how come you assume? That we hate people, and you think that you know you do, so much of do. what we do. You hate liberal people that look just like you, and then, and if a conservative do something, you hate them for a moment until they got to come up with graces and do something bad. No, we, like I, no, we always that's hate them. How, we we hate them because we do not trust those people either. Yeah, you don't trust. Them. What point that's is Mays based AF based America first says? What point America is Mays really? Hold on. What point is Mays trying to make? He asks with a super cap. On Trovo, shout out. I just made my point. If you, if you, if your eyes and your ears can hear <laughs> and see, you can get 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 somewhere. But if your brain cannot cannot connect to what's going on, based AF to says, maze like in a people. hurry is scary. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, Rush Limbaugh was a drug addict, but you know, was he or was he not? He he got over that, I think. Maze no, and Earl in one oh, day. Maze and Earl in one day. Award. Why are you trying to smear a decent man's name? If you say he was decent, it's definitely the legendary, the legendary. I listened to Rush Limbaugh before he even got, because before he was even famous, he was decent, all right. He was Pharaoh. Now where is he now? I do not know. Okay. Yeah. So as we say, like G Gordon Liddy, following the same footsteps. So Pharaoh is out there. Army was defeated. I gotta go, Maze. You're giving me a headache. I I can't go with this. Pharaoh's army is being defeated. All right. So look at it that way. Have a good day. All in the name of Jesus. Thank you. So y'all have yourself a happy Easter. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the bunny. Appreciate and it. have a good one. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, uh, based underscore AF says, I miss Joel already. What's the super chat? Super cap? I haven't been passing along my super chats that are dedicated to Joel, so I owe him some, like, uh, beef jerky or something. <laughs> Tell Joel, ledge clinger. That's funny. He pronounced it Ledge Klinger. I think it's Ledge Klinger. 
but maybe Ledge Clinger will miss his blatness, says Ledge Clinger. I, I pronounce it Ledge Clinger, but he gave a super cap that says, Tell Joel, Ledge Clinger will miss his blatness. <laughs> Joel is thanking the chats. Very nice. So many. Apologies to the Trovo, the stepchildren. Was Maze talking about... What Maze talking about with all that hibbity-jibbity? <laughs> Asks Asmodor with a super cap. Man, you guys are on it with the super caps today. Well, appreciate the support. Oh, did I turn on... What did I turn... Is my D-Live on? Is my D-Live going? Yeah, it's going. Let me make sure that I'm on... Is it an X tag or is it family friendly or is it mature content rating X tag? I think I can probably do, I'll do uh, mature audiences only. That way you guys can give super chats maybe. I'm not sure if that'll work. Maybe they're punishing me. I don't know. But I don't see any D live super chats and that's the reason when it's X tagged, X tag is supposed to be for like, at one point, what was it? Political content? And then later, uh, they added mature audiences only, and then you can do whatever. I don't know. What a mess. So, if you guys are able to super chat or give any lemons on DLive, I guess I'll see him. I guess I'll see him. Let me double check the streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Based AF says, super chat for some air conditioning. Can you switch the X tag to mature audience on DLive? Just did based AF and let me know if it works Or I mean if I don't see any lemons come through then it didn't work <laughs> But I tried thank you appreciate that always looking out based AF and Noah's Ark, Kansas Jib jab with the super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report Says the boys leaving the nest and going out into the unknown wish you well Joel Maybe you can fire up your YouTube channel again nice Thank you, Jib Jab. Appreciate that. I got to get to Zach in Columbus, Ohio. Young Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, James? I'm fine, too. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I want to say happy birthday to Bobby in Texas. Great man. Yes. Happy birthday to Bobby in Texas, 40 years old. And happy birthday, too, to Rodolfo Valencia. 35 today. I caught that man. E Eyes of the Eagle. Jim Eagle. Anyway, thank you, Zach. Appreciate that. Um, and our birthdays are kind of close. Hey, mine's July 15th. Okay. July 17th. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Um, and what was Mays talking about? I couldn't even understand her like all the other times. Yeah. Um... She she was harder to understand today. I don't know exactly who or whom she was talking about with regard to who Pharaoh is in this parallel, but maybe she's just generally talking about white people or anybody who tells the truth about blacks like Jesse or whatever. And yeah. I do know that she was trying to compare, you know, the opioid epidemic to the crack epidemic and George Floyd to Rush Limbaugh because they've both... In, the, in their past, had drug problems, and now they're both dead, but completely different circumstances. I think she just wants to smear white people because we're telling stuff that's true about blacks who are being lionized as these saintly victims when they're not, and it's a terrible shame, and we're bringing truth to the situation, to the lies, 
and they don't want any truth coming through. I I definitely agree. I mean, that's all that's all she ever does. Her and Earl too is just come on here and smear the white people that tell the truth, and even the the nice black people that tell the truth as well. Yeah. Um, me and my mom were in the car the other day, and we were watching. I was listening to you in the car, and you were talking. Um, I forget what you were talking about. You were talking about something, and she was like. I know this is going to sound racist, and I was like, racism isn't a thing. And she was like, but I'm glad to be a white woman today in America. <laughs> Interesting. Why did, what was the, what, why did she say that? Do you know? Um, yeah, she said because she thinks all the, like, Asian Life Matters protests and the Black Lives Matter protests are just crazy. And, yeah. and they're just, they're taking everything out of hand and out of context with the trial and everything. And she was like, White America is the best place to be right now because all the blacks and everything. She's like, if you're black, you're going to get smeared because of how dumb you look. <laughs> smeared by who? <laughs> Just smeared by everybody because there's not a lot of logical blacks out there. Yeah. Obviously, we see that with people who call your show Mays, Earl, Tony. Right. Um, yeah, that is like like I referred to one of these guys as a joke, either Earl or or Tony as a joke and and they are a joke it's it's like harsh i mean we laugh about it but it's these are people throwing away their whole lives they're old and they should they act like they know a little bit how to act decent i think <laughs> at least they pretend to be somewhat polite at times less so earl he gets out of hand and yeah, Tony's, he does tony out, yeah. tony doesn't at all even try to act serious though Earl tries to act more serious, but it is, it's a shame. It's a, it's so evil. Uh, JLP has said before, he compared it to how God sent the Israelites to the desert for 40 years because they did something wrong and so they were not allowed into the promised land. So they had to let a generation die out and a new generation come up before they could, <laughs> could enter the promised land. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, someone said in chat, Anderson Bogut said, Maze is still wearing her 1982 clothes from Kmart. <laughs> Maybe so. She's interesting. Interesting person. She knows all that history. Then barely any of us can uh, remember. But she cannot interpret the present times. So knowing all this stuff isn't doing her any, any good, I don't think. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about the whole cross-country thing with the football, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of... The animosity with me and the with the long distance and the sprinters on the track team. Interesting. We don't we don't really tend to get along like that. Right. So you so are you a long distance guy and you're against the sprinters? Or yes. You, okay. Yeah. Isn't that always the way? Uh, don't get involved in that dr unnecessary drama. I say. Yeah, especially because a lot of. A lot of blacks tend to sprint. Right. And a lot of them were also involved, the people that go to that school were also involved in the protest with the whole Black Lives Matter thing and the women and the yeah. Trump flags and all that, that I was talking about. <laughs> right, I remember that. Yeah. Um, that doesn't help either, huh? It does not help. Yeah, and also, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you, Joel Friday. Yep. Uh, right on. I, I was watching some of his. Instagram dance videos. He's nice. fire. <laughs> Inspired, he said. 
Fire. <laughs> That's cool. Very nice, Zach. Yep. All the speculations are false, too. Right. We know the real reason he is leaving to focus on his um, career yep. and further his career. But he will always be with Jesse Lee in the truth and not with the children of the lot. Yeah. Amen. And Zach, preach. And a woman. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Zach. All right. Appreciate All right, you. Take care, man. Yep. You too. Maze. Now look at here, Earl. You know you don't supposed to be smoking them menthols with, with the oxygen in your nostrils. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just reading uh, some of the chat, live chat. Um... DLive is purposely trying to turn off the mature tag and or X tag settings on channels that they don't like. Likely more bans incoming, so just be aware, guys. We shall see what happens. Was Maze on her way to Earl's house? LOL, asks CobraCoy99. Yeah, why was she in a hurry? That's interesting. I hate Farmer's chat was raided a couple of nights ago with some persnickety rules over there on DLive. So you just never know. We'll take it as it comes and... And uh, we will go on. Life goes on. How many brothers? <laughs> Shout out to uh, Big Bump. Big Bump. Said, let me save Joel. A cipher can be either with or without music. Also a rap battle or freestyle, says Big Bump. <laughs> you feel saved? <laughs> What's that? What did he say? I missed it. He said, let me save Joel. A cipher, spelled C-Y-P-H-E-R, can be either with or without music. Also a rap battle or freestyle. So basically, it's just a rap. I said that. (laughs) What I missed, Big Bum, what I missed. What Joel said, as I recall, which my memory is not excellent, but... uh, (laughs) Man, you're getting reamed. (laughs) <laughs> Hermia says, Joel don't know hip-hop. <laughs> but uh, you said that a rap, a cypher is a, a rap verse laid down over a track. Right. Over instrumental. Yeah, well, basically what I, well, I mean, they summed it up, but basically what I was saying <laughs> is that you can, you can rap over an instrumental in a freestyle um, and it's mostly a bunch of group people, and it's and it could be a battle. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Clear as mud, kind of like uh, people explaining the Bible, <laughs> who believe that you can continue to sin and all these different things. <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it. By the way, Mark from San Diego called in yesterday, uh, reciting different principles from Thomas Sowell and. Uh, um, Who's that guy? Jordan B. Peterson. And Big Bump said, Tell Mark to stop making sense. Character over skin color. And he's right. Uh, he was talking about how these callers who call in, they're basically just into their blackness. They, then that's, their, uh, that's what they believe in. I was Before I get back to calls, I have to get to Rick up next. But I was listening to a modern day debate. Are you familiar with modern day debate channel? Jesse Lee Peterson has appeared on that channel, I believe. Run by James Kunz. K-U-N-Z, I think. A show on which Jesse Lee Peterson has appeared. It's a YouTube channel. He hosts kind of 
I think he's a conservative Christian, but I don't know. And, but he holds these people who are like radicals and lets them debate each other. And in some cases, they're both liberals. Like yesterday, I was watching some of this debate between a liberal atheist who called T-Jump, Tom was his real name, T-Jump, and an SJW LGBTIQ, homosexual guy, basically, I think, named Jangles, which, I don't know. And they were arguing about some meme called Super Straight. And I'm not going to get into that, but it's about transphobia, basically, right? Transphobia, that's where you either are afraid of, because phobia means afraid, right? Or hate transgenders, right? They both pretended that progressive Christians, Christianity is real. It's not, but it was a very interesting discussion. Uh, This Jangle guy had done extensive research to prove the transgender ideology. And it is an ideology. The idea that, oh, trans women are women, right? And trans men are men. And they pointed to the notion that uh, transphobia is rooted in the notion of hate the sin, not the sinner, and the notion that trans women are not real women, (laughs) right? And that's reality. But they believe in their reality, it's all about only perception, since we cannot detect chromosomes. And they believe in all kinds of sexual degeneracy. I mean, one of the guys is a brazen homosexual, thinks he's married to another guy. Um... But this guy, he gave a bunch of examples of, he did extensive research to prove that this transgender thing is, is real and you have to go along with it. Research, right? And research amongst basically liberal, communist, subversive uh, rationalization of delusion and insanity and, and evil, right? He gave a bunch of examples of so-called bigotry. Such as, I don't hate immigrants, I just want America first. And he's implying that that is just xenophobia. Xenophobia, you're scared of the outsiders, right? Or you hate outsiders. I'm not anti-black, I'm just pro-white. Is another one where he's basically accusing white supremacists of hating blacks. Give me a break, right? And so on and so on. But it's funny because he says that the factual basis about transgenders, the fact that they are not what they think they are in reality, the notion that they're not what they think they are, that's the whole basis of transphobia. Which is funny because that's a fact. They are not women. But, and it can be, some people can hate them, right? But it's also based on the truth. That is the truth. And the truth is love. So it's also love not to accept the transgender madness as fine. It's so female-minded. They think that you are um, being loving to accept that. They have that female-minded fake version of compassion. And it's so interesting because Christianity is so female-run now, and you have fathers and mothers of uh, poorly raised children who turn out LGBTIQ subverted by the world, And then the fathers and mothers who were conservative Christians all this time, and all of a sudden they accept this stuff because of that female-minded attachment, ego attachment to their children. They do the same thing with illegals. I know so many illegals, grew up with some of them, I guess, 
uh, worked with them. I'm not for them staying. It doesn't make it right. But these people want to feel sorry for the illegals and let them stay. They built their lives here. They know nothing else. Doesn't make it right. But that's what liberalism does. It just when you let things slide, it just gets worse and it becomes a big mess. But this notion of identity, that's not your identity, what you're into or what you think you are. You don't, you don't, you're not going to be happy defining your own identity or thinking that, that your impulses make you who you are. It's a, such a mess. By the way, the host kept on using Jesse Lee Peterson drops. Amazing! Like Jesse Lee Peterson saying, amazing! It's funny, he kept on dropping that. But John Fugel saying, I've talked about him before, he's an example of that fake emptiness, the empty liberal response to that fake Christianity. Because there is fake Christianity on the right, right? And that's why we have so much infighting amongst ourselves. You heard one guy calling in about Proud Boys. I'm sure those Proud Boys are well-meaning people, and I know that that caller of mine is a well-meaning person. But with the ego battles and all that stuff, infighting, fake Christianity. And then they're conservative, they're criticizing the rhino Christians, if you will, right? The ones who believe in racism, but they're still conservative, or they kiss up to the gays, but they're still Republicans or whatever, right? It's just never-ending, because good is not truly good. There was another fake response of that progressive Christianity. Rachel Held Evans, she was a female author who died at 37 as a married mother of two, like, young children, I think. She was an author who hated conservative Christians. Another one who hates conservative Christians. Jory Micah, just a phony person. Completely just repeating dumb lines about immigrants and, oh, Trump is terrible and so vapid. I call them college Christians because college is where you just subvert the fake Judeo-Christian says <laughs> Shad Tucker. That's funny. Uh, Anderson Moffat 13, 3. Anderson Moffat 3 says, George Washington loved to freestyle with... I don't want to repeat that, but thank you. I'm confused. It's important to identify race, sexuality, etc., but these same people don't want to be identified to vote. Yeah. Oh, one thing that I read in the Bible one time, before I get back to calls, hang tight. Um, somewhere like in Philippians or something like that, one of those New Testament books, it says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And it's interesting that it says that, and it goes on, but it's interesting to me that it says that because a lot of times it claims, you know, these liberal Christians who, or even conservative Christians who think you continue sinning, throughout your Christianity life, um, they think that, that Paul and the apostles were only writing to Christians who were truly born again. No, he was writing to the church. The church is made up of people who are, I think it's people who are, some who are real Christians and really found God, and some who are not. But looking for it, trying and they know they can recognize the truth, but they haven't gone all the way with it or whatever. 
it says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And it goes on and says, it's God who works in you. So that implies that it is true what it says later in like Ephesians or somewhere or first John, no one who's born of God continues to sin. Isn't that interesting? And it always says like, test yourself to see whether you're in the faith. It says that elsewhere in the Bible. But people want to act like it's such a terrible thing to question whether you're really a Christian or whether you're really... Are you questioning my salvation? That's one of those things that those college Christians, if you will, act like is the worst thing. Anyway, I don't know. I got to get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. He was been dragged... His name has been dragged through the mud by Earl in Michigan. So terrible. Rick, how are you? Man, I'm good, James, my brother. How you doing? I'm fine. You're not good, though. No man is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be forgetting that, too, because yeah, we all <laughs> so flawless. Just by hearing the people call in and see how these out there. Man, shoot, man. We didn't the show. It's too, hot man. in we here. Have... With all that hot air, I just <laughs> blew out. Can we turn on the AC? Sorry about that, Rick. I'm just asking oh, for no some problem. AC. I think somebody gave a super chat to cover, to cover it. <laughs> the the expense is not the issue; it's that it gets freezing outside of the studio, and then barely bearable inside the studio. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. yeah. Oh, you know, before I forget, uh, before I forget, Jane, I'd like to wish Joel, may God prosper him and his family, and all that they do in Christ Jesus' name. Like my heart goes out to um, Joel. Nice, Rick. All right. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Rick. And. You're welcome, my friend, Joel. Hey, hey, make some visits back, too. <laughs> I'm... Oh, yeah. You still coming to church? Nah. Nah, but... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Jay, what do you think of the Shelvin case, man? What do you think how they're going to come out? I have no idea how it's going to come out, but it does seem like anybody who's actually reasonable is seeing the truth. If they're paying any attention yep. at all... They're seeing that these people are overstepping, overstepping. They, they really want to cook people's emotions, and um, they're, they're even bringing kids to testify. I'm like, what? Are you bringing kids? Yeah, ridiculous. And um, I mean, I'm like, you can, you, you, you can tell. I, ble- I believe those police officers. None of them on there was trying to kill George Floyd. None of them, right? You know, and they trying to charge uh, Chauvin with first degree. Which that means Third degree, I intended I to go kill him. And second degree murder. And that means just, you know, murdering him, you know, while doing a, a crime. And yeah. he wasn't doing either one of those two. Right. And, you know, they, they should have went involuntary manslaughter. Right. That, that probably would have been a more challenging one. But the other two, and then and then once once it, once they beat them charges, the court can't go back and say, oh, okay, um... Okay, the attorneys for um, George Floyd, y'all should have took involuntary manslaughter, so we're going to award him that. That don't even happen. Right. Once you charge him with the wrong case, overcharge the case, if he beat it, he walks away free. And yep. you can't blame nobody but those race-hustling lawyers. Yep. That's yeah. That. And yeah. I think you that, know? if I'm not mistaken, that Keith Ellison guy, who, oh, is that, is that the he's great... He's the attorney general. Yeah, he's the attorney general. He's behind this mess. Is that the... Uh, is that that man who's been dragged through the mud? That's a Derek Chauvin sitting at his in trial 
with a wearing a mask because he's forced to, with a yeah. plexiglass partition. You gotta wear a mask. Yeah, I mean he's inside the courtroom, right? So, mm-hmm. is that him? Oh, That's yeah, him, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow, that is disgusting. I mean, I really he hope got, they do the right thing. His wife divorced him. His Asian, he had an Asian wife, right? One of those awkward white guys who got with an Asian woman. <laughs> and she divorced him. I think amid this, since this, wow. talking about not standing by your man, don't marry an Asian. Not faithful. You know, I think, <laughs> I think the liberals get the Asians, and they don't know who to vote for. And the liberals just swing in and, and, and brain brainwash them, and they become liberals. Yeah, no, they've. That's what that's, Yeah, on the whole, they are liberals. I mean, they come from communist yeah. countries, and they still have that communist mindset. They'll they'll easily adopt that anti-white thing, and they don't come in with a loyalty to America. They still love. Oh, I love Bruce Lee because he's Chinese, even though he was born here, right? Um, it's not good. The they they. It, Many of them do not, even, even the Republicans are total rhinos. There's a Republican woman who got elected recently out of, like, Diamond Bar area, and she's smearing uh-huh. whites and men and old, I cracked. She's smearing whites and men and old people. Christians, I think. Yeah. And that Congressman Joe Scarborough, I remember <laughs> when he first came out, when he was a representative, he was out of the Pensacola, Florida area. Okay. I was stationed down there when he was in Congress. And he was—he was really a good congressman. So he said he resigned because he got tired of the politics. And man, I have never seen him so weak and liberal ever since he got a show. Yeah. No, I it mean, was a. I mean, it seems weak. like a long decline, and then Trump sent him off the deep end. I think. Yeah, that's what. And then like also too. that woman, because he was co-hosts with that woman while she was married to somebody else. And then in 2016, not to be, I'm not to get into the gossip, but she was married, and then she divorced her hus- her first husband in 2016, and then married him in 2018. Doesn't seem right. No, it don't. You know, it seemed like that probably was he was probably was waiting for him to slip up, and he slid in. <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, I'm like, I wouldn't want the one else's wife, man. I mean, I'm like, yeah, well, this is like if, if you and I we. We great friends, James, and then um, you and your wife, um, you know, split up, <laughs> and I go right behind you and marry you. <laughs> Come on, man. That'd be terrible. You know, it's like, it's just like. I would never forgive you. Don't right. even bring that up. Yeah. That's funny. You know, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It just don't seem right, man. And, just, yeah. and, and I, I, I could understand if he don't ever talk to Joe Scarborough again. Who? You know, just, uh, just, who? President Trump? No. Um, oh. The, um, What's that? His show, uh, oh, her ex-husband? Yeah, her ex-husband, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm telling you, Joe, Joe Scholar used to be a very good congressman. But he resigned, he got his own show, and he just got liberal and liberal and liberal every chance every chance he got, man. And um, Yeah, I remember in the early 2000s, they were like, oh, he's the new... He's the new Sean Hannity. <laughs> Give me a break. I, I thought he would be, too. That's what yep. I'm talking about, Jane. Yep. I thought he would. But um, <laughs> he, you, might as well, you might as well put him with the majority will. He might as well be under Nancy Pelosi. I know. You know, because he is really liberal, man. And he's like, I'm not going to forget those guys came and overtook our capital. <laughs> Trump sent them. Trump can't make anybody do nothing. Right. He just told him to stand up for what's right. That's like if you go to church 
and and the pastor says, "Hey, stand up for what's right. Be yes. strong for Christ." Yeah, come on, man, and um. I can tell oh, you how your preacher okay, stuff wait, 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 is kicking. Wait, wait, wait. I can tell your preacher stuff is kicking in because you you wish Je- Je- Joel Friday well <laughs> in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, I'm not scared to pray in Christ's name, man. It's just so. Joel yeah, said, "I'll take it." Nice, just, you know. And it's amazing how <laughs> people are afraid now, man, to pray. Right. It is amazing, man, and um, and to address Earl and um, Earl real quick. Yeah, I just I just encourage people to think for themselves, man. Stop listening to CNN so much, man. Yeah, just stop listening to them and start researching your own news. Yep. Now I thank God for you guys, man. I'm telling you, there'll be one for you all, and um, a lot of um, you know, the Brandon Tatum's and um, a lot of other conservative guys. You you wouldn't ever the other side of the story, right? I appreciate you know, that, Rick. And, you know, and um. I really mean it. I appreciate you guys, but y'all keep me informed on a lot of stuff. Yeah, we all gotta check ourselves, though, man, because I I mentioned the infighting that goes on and the messed up families and how how like the children are not they're they're turning liberals, the liberal children of the conservative parents. It's a big mess right now, and uh, so we gotta turn things around on a on our own lives level. Big time. You know, the only thing we can do, James, is just live Christ-like examples in front of them and um, pray and hope they stick to the godly values that we taught them and that we lived in front of them. You know, it's just like, you know, you know, it's, it just seemed like, man, the liberals say they, they control the media, they control Hollywood, they control sports. It's not an excuse. Control- it's, it's not an excuse for parents to... I- to point oh, to the I world, agree. because it, so often I hear parents being like, it's her friends, or it's his friends, he got in with the wrong crowd. No, you didn't set him up right, and people don't realize that. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that, because you can teach them how to hang around positive people. Yeah. I totally agree with that. You and on top right. of that, you weren't, like, yes, I was exposed to liberalism even at the Christian college, but I didn't turn exactly liberal. So, it, it, because I was raised kind of right, I think, <laughs> in some ways. So, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that the outside world and social media and all that stuff influences the kids so badly. It's that the parents are not a strong example, especially the fathers. That's true, definitely. I, you know what? And half of them don't have fathers. Yeah. You know, it's just, and I'm even the fathers who are there are weak. The fathers who are there are oh, weak. They're jokes. Man. They're silly. You know, you can tell by that one. Just ask them. Are you head of your wife? We are equal. Huh? <laughs> right. Man, you can't be a two-headed dragon. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Rick, it's nice to hear from you. Likewise, man. Y'all keep up the good work. Oh, before I let you go, James, what do you think about the um, the Georgia law, man? You know, they held this racist, man, because they have an ID. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk about oh. a little bit about that right as after we hang up, man. Or actually, oh, I want to okay. get to I'm Connor first, about. but yeah. Okay. Thank you, man. Ooh, that'll work. Man. Love y'all. Be blessed. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate you. Very nice. Let me double check the super chats. Jib Jab with another super chat says Jorel. They say they call it Jorel, but it's Joel. But yes, Jorel doing us like a black man, just up and leaving. <laughs> That's messed up. But thank you, Jib Jab. 
And Kyle B with a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague report. Kyle B says, as usual, Maze's stories are high on energy and low on content. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. And the point is, is spurious. Is spurious a good word for her points? Her points are uh, sketchy. Not good points. Want to double check the Trovo? Okay, um, I got it. Before I get to this voter integrity thing, I got to get to Connor in Atlanta, Georgia. He wants to comment on dating or ask about it or something. What's up, Connor? Good to hear from you. Hey, yes, sir, James. How are you doing, buddy? Doing fine. How are you? I am great. Have There's you no been to a church. men's forum before, Connor? Um, Over here at Bond uh, in Los Angeles? No, sir. I, n- no. Okay. No. I was curious because I know that we have had many people come fly out from Atlanta for a men's forum. Did you know that? No, cool. I mean, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little too busy, so, so it's, it's kind of hard to. I, I mean, understand. it's like, it's like I told you last time. It's like I, I it's hard to just catch a JLP show. Yeah. You know, around, but How old I, are you again? Stay, I'm 19. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, I'm. I try to stay as productive as possible. School um, and work, or what's up? Yeah, 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 both, both, both. Nice. Work. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, um, so I wanted to, it, I, I initially wanted to ask, or at least talk to Jesse about this, but I, I just missed the show this morning, so I had no time. I was doing something, but so I just figured I'd just go ahead and talk to you about it, but it's like, I, I've i really noticed, because I know, I think it was last year, around some time when I called you about incels. And I talked to you about, uh, um, like, you know, dating and, like, how hard it is for young guys. And um, I, it's like, I kind of, I watched, I, I kind of wanted to reinforce that idea about how hard it really is for younger guys to date. Because I watched um, two Fallen States. Uh, one was with the, Tiffany Pollard, New York. and Black uh, lady? Was she a black lady? Yeah. Yeah, she black. Oh, she's um, called New York, also, huh? Yeah, yeah, she's okay. called New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I believe this was last year or maybe 2019. Uh, um, Queen Key, uh, uh, who's the rapper woman. She is she um, the is she the short one? And yeah. then later she came. She ended up being pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I watched them. I watched both of those fallen states over the the um, the weekend. Uh, so I had watched both of them uh, in the past couple days. And what was really scary and strange was how they both said something almost verbatim, uh, both New York and Queen Key, about dating and how most of the guys that they cheated on, or most of the guys that they dated, they cheated on, and how they. They shame like without any shame, yeah. no shame, admitted that mm-hmm. to to Jesse. And I was like, I was seriously after I had watched because I had watched Queen Keys Fall and Stay first, and I watched New York's. And yeah. right right after I heard New York say what she said about cheating on most men, I was literally in shock. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, what the? How like how come? How come both these women that I just watched in the past few days admitted with no shame that they, uh, most of the guys they dated, they cheated on? Yeah. 
And um, it's like, because I look at that and I'm like, that is like pure evil. It is. That is, that is like, that is, and they, they are, this is, there's a reason why that the stigma, especially because Queen Key, I, I looked her up. She's only a couple years older than me. You yeah. know, there's a there's a big there's a big issue with the the um, the stigmatization of young people, particularly uh, Gen Z, um, which is my generation. And it, yeah, it does. I would say it, it is also bad, and you know, people a generation above me, like millennials. Yeah. But it, it's so terrible now because these these girls i mean you know even girls who you may not even find too attractive or whatever you know i don't necessarily like to call girls ugly or pretty i just you know you go you go for what you want it's all but, i mean but it's like <laughs> you're so nice such a gentleman <laughs> but it's like the the one of the worst things about it is that it doesn't even matter if if you don't find the girl too pretty it doesn't matter if you think she's a 10 out of 10 bombshell you know she she has an instagram where she's posting nothing but you know filter selfies with filters and you know it's like a hundred likes is going to be good for her because that's going to boost the ego now imagine if she gets 200 yeah 300 you know 400 you know uh you know god forbid they go into the thousands where they they might even their heart their heart palpitations are just rising because of all the attention they're getting yeah like and it's like the, the these because these girls they build these egos because I, I would I would argue I would genuinely argue that it is worse with people my age than it is uh, I would say even your age and older I would I would argue that it is a hundred percent just even worse because, you may be right because of yeah, the social media ego endless ego trip thing huh yeah exactly and and it's so it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what platform it is whether it's Snapchat or, or Instagram or Facebook it's like you know, I'll post a, I'll post a video. I'll post it. I'll post like a five second video or a, a selfie, and I'll put a filter over, it and I'll put a hashtag this or a you know a, a quote this. And and the thing is, like these simp's, these beta males, yeah, they go, they go to the comments and they um they comment how pretty they are and and the things like that. And like it, it and that makes that makes the women think the girls think. I don't even want to call them women because they're just girls. Yeah, but it's like you know, it makes the girls think. Well, well, geez, I can, I can snag a couple hundred likes, you know, which means I'm I'm worth a damn, and I'm, and I and I'm probably better than most of these girls out there. I mean, it's just like, and they want to go. They have like these unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. They they um, uh, uh, they just they just act absolutely ridiculous when it comes to. Uh, dating and they they go for like you know like I, this, what this is what the incel community calls it they call like the chads and the tyrones I I don't know if you've heard about that but it's like I've heard of chads I hadn't heard of tyrones in in terms of this world yeah well well chad well imagine imagine chad but he's black okay got it yeah so <laughs> <laughs> uh, jo- Joel might be considered a tyrone uh, <laughs> right but he doesn't but, sleep around. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, um, but it's like it's like they they go for the, they want to go for like the chads like these super attractive like six pack you know right. uh, guys and like these dudes with the great jaw lines and and things like that and, and it's like they 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 literally expect like a king they expect like a king and and it's very prominent in the black community you know calling each other kings and queens and yep. and stuff like that and it's like 
you know, they, they have these absolutely just unrealistic, idealistic, idiotic expectations from men. And that, that's not me at all saying, you know, hey, guys, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, you know, do what you got to do. Um, be a man, you know, be yeah. masculine, be alpha. I'm, I'm totally not, I'm not saying don't do that because that's the right thing to do. But it's like that, that's why dating is, is going to go down the, the S hole. It's going to go down the S hole because it, it, these, um, it's like people, you know, another thing that's being is, that's being, um, endorsed and promoted is like polygamy and open relationships yeah. and sleeping around. Right. And it's like, I, I know a girl who is, um, uh, my age who, uh, also, you know, admitted like, you know, with no shame, like, yeah, like I'm in an open relationship. And I, and I, you know, what's funny. I, I posted about that on social media where I basically called anybody who sleeps around and is open a relationship, a slut and a slut maker. Right. And, That's true. um, she, she, and she, 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 she commented and was like, well, cause she, I, I obviously offended her <laughs> and she commented and was like, and was like, uh, well, you know, you shouldn't really even worry about what other people are doing. And you should just, what, I mean, what if it works for them? And I, and I told her, I said, listen, I promise, society will be destroyed if everybody and their mama was going around doing open relationships and sleeping around and right. being, being polyamorous and things like that. And, I, and it's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I, I guess I just kind of wanted to mention that because it made me, because I had an epiphany, I had a realization like, and I know Jesse already kind of, kind of talks about it, but it's like, Men, whether you're 19, whether you're 30, like you should 100% just focus on yourself. Yeah. Just do, do your own thing. Do not go out looking for a girl. You know, you let, you really do just kind of let women come to you and you, you, you let, you let them fall into your life because you, when you go out searching, it's going to make it even harder. And, and especially, especially when you're in the fallen state. What you, what you want to do is you, you want to go out looking for sex. You want to go out. You want to, you know, you're going to be hitting up girls, you know, whether you know them or whether you don't know them or something like that. Because these guys, they, they do a, they do irrational things. Like, they, they just randomly I friend know. women on Facebook. Right. Slide they, into the they, DMs. You know. So, yeah, Connor, <laughs> are you, um, so you're not concerned about your self or your future in this landscape of degenerate women and, and males? I, I would say I'm not anymore because I, I used to, um, and this is something I mentioned the last time we talked about this uh, topic, but it's like when I thought that I was an incel and all this, like I was genuinely like nihilistic about it. Like I, I did not at all see myself um, uh, uh, having a girlfriend within the next, you know, few years or something like that or any time in the, in, in the near future because I just thought I was really unattractive. Yeah. And, and then, you know, by the time I got to my junior year, my senior year, uh, when I graduated and I started working and started being, um, I guess, being out more, like I started to notice that girls did like me. Right. Um, and they, 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 they would engage with me, you know, whether it be texting or, you know, some girls even call me. So it was like, it was, it was, um, when I, once I noticed that I fell out of the, the idea that I was undesirable or unattractive or something like that. And, and the thing is, when you, when you become so hyper-focused on that, I don't care if you're male or female, when you become hyper-focused on like, oh my gosh, am I, do, I, do I need a boyfriend or do I need a girlfriend? Like you, you're destroying yourself by doing that because yeah. you're, you're, not, you're not even, that, that's not even the way to go because you, you overthink and you do, you do things irrationally. And 
more so guys than I think girls. I think guys probably do more rational things. Like <laughs> I don't know, you know? maybe. Yeah, but it, it's it's worse <laughs> yeah. when guys do it for sure. It's, it's I appreciate it, Connor. Great input. I didn't even I had I guess I had forgotten or didn't realize or or remember that you were starting to identify a year or however long ago with the incel thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look, looking back on it, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, what a setup! They should never have have started that false identity in cells. They just yeah, set themselves I, I, up absolutely. to have that mindset. <laughs> what a shame! Yeah, 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 they're setting themselves up, to and then they're proud of each uh, of themselves, and then they'll fight to say, "No, I am a real incel," <laughs> because people <laughs> will call them fake cells. And you're fighting to be miserable. Anyway, I appreciate it, yeah. Connor. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. And just one more thing, it's it's because you you mentioned how they want to fight for their identity. It's like it's it's like what Jesse talks about. It's like when you're into your blackness or you're into your your identity. Like you get you get into right. you know, let's say you're into being gay. Like you know, it's it's just a spirit. It's a it's a spirit that lies within that's it's evil. Yeah, you know, and, so it's not yeah. And victimhood, it yeah. becomes a victimhood battle, and it's so yeah. fake. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, Connor. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. Appreciate Absolutely, you. Absolutely, James. Yes, yes, sir, James. You have an amazing day. You too. Take care. We're opening the treasure chest right now, guys. What a mess. I, I gather that it did not really work to change the thing to mature tag. I, I want to get to art, but first, it's an attack on voter integrity. I covered this in Hake News at the end of hour two, I believe. Maybe, maybe one. But the far-left female outlets, the skim, reports on Georgia. The state's been hit with three lawsuits over its new voting restrictions. Last week, Brian Kemp, the Republican, is he a rhino? Remember he didn't stand with Trump? Whatever. He signed a Republican-led state bill that limits the use of ballot drop boxes, shortens the early voting period for runoffs, and imposes new ID requirements for absentee ballots. All sounds like reasonable changes. They've talked about not giving water, you know, politician staffers can't give water to people who are waiting in line to vote. I'm fine with that, too. Republicans said the changes would help build election integrity and prevent fraud. Voting rights activists, meaning communists, are calling it voter suppression and filing lawsuits. With the latest coming from the evil ACLU, Un-American Civil Liberties Union, the evil NAACP, National Association Against Colored People, Legal Defense and Educational Fund, and the evil SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, communists on behalf of several groups. Speak up or else Atlanta-based companies like Delta Airlines and Coca-Cola are facing boycott calls for not doing enough to combat the new laws. See, they're, u- they're bullying the corporations because the corporations are so weak. Um... To, to bring political pressure and money pressure on the state for trying to do the right thing. And the PGA Tour, that's golf, pro golf something, tour and MLB, Major League Baseball, are facing pressure to pull sporting events scheduled in Georgia. Remember when they had the bathroom bill with the transgenders and going into the wrong bathrooms? Like North Carolina or South Carolina got the same kind of thing. Political and monetary pressure from both the government and these fake uh, so-called justice organizations, lawyers slash liars, sleazy, communists, anti-American, definitely not Christian, some of them fake Christians, um, to uh, bring about cultural subversion. 
What a shame. In the last minute or two here, I gotta get to Art in Ohio. He wants to address Joel Friday here. What's up, Art? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Doing well, thank you. Hey, man, uh, first off, I, I heard that uh, man uh, Earl, he was talking about, how come you cut me off all the time, hey? <laughs> and it's like, Earl, when you got up this morning, you looked at those jeans that you put on, did you think that Hank was going to give you an extra 10 minutes to talk? <laughs> I know. Them, them beta jeans. And then I'm about to say, uh, where the heck is Joel going? He is going to work for himself, which is gr- oh, okay. a great move. Well, I must have, my observation of his jeans must have been wrong because he clearly got some alpha jeans over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He showed you. No, say, actually, you lit a fire under him and he just up and started a business since yesterday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Lit a fire. <laughs> no, no. He's, so ch- he's been at so, it. Do, oh, okay, okay. Do me a favor, Hank, real quick because you had me laugh and I was looking at you on the. Uh, you was When I told you to look at Joel's jeans yesterday, I'm mad at you. Uh, you looked at him like that. But, uh, check around. Oh, yeah. Check around the room. <laughs> I know. I, I remembered. Like I, I looked over, but I can't see his jeans because like this this uh, studio board is like huge. Yeah. But it looked like I bet you it looked funny when I looked on this. When you look at me on the it screen, it did. It did. <laughs> so check this out. Do me a favor. Where the heck is Nick at, man? Nick is working away, slaving away for JLP outside of the studio. Okay, okay, yeah. just checking on him. I, I ain't heard from him or seen him. I was making sure his little beta legs was all right. And then I'm about to say, yeah. He squats, man. I'm about to say, yeah. I'm about to say, Joel, congratulations, man, and work hard uh, make that uh, business prosper, man, and I know you're going to do a good job. Uh, thanks, Art. Appreciate it. Yeah, nice. Yes, sir. We, we expect to see you back around here. Don't be trying to disappear on us. We got to make sure you are all right. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and then I'm about to, then I'm about to say, uh, Man, I was I was worried about uh, you know I'm still with Trump and I was worried about Joe Biden when I seen him fall up them steps because it was like yeah. man you got them you got them dang on uh, scuba diving pants on man you need to uh, loosen them them uh, them dress pants up Joe Biden man That's you funny. can move around man yeah you looking like one of these 2021 thugs man I mean y'all gotta have at least some space <laughs> in them jeans so you can move man maybe Trump that's around the problem with, maybe that's the problem yeah. that's funny. I'm sorry, I gotta run. We're overtime here. But uh, let's talk again. We'll talk again, man. Appreciate you. Have a good one. I'll catch you. All right. Yes, sir. Very nice. This has been the Hake Report. We have the Bond Sunday service throwback. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. 4 p.m. Pacific time today. You know, uh, real quick, you can start the music because I got to end. That guy, Connor from... Atlanta, Georgia, called in about people having the wrong focus. Uh, We put out a Sunday service clip, throwback clip, on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Probably most of you guys have seen it, but it is about wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it talks about how you put your... um, your heart or your confidence or whatever into a girl or, or a guy or whatever. That's not good have the actual God. So check that out. That's on Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Both that clip as well as to be released today on a premiere with a live chat at 4 p.m. Pacific time. The Sunday service throwback from 2012. Check it out. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JoelFridayTV.com 
and also thegiftedofdance.com for Joelle's stuff, jessieleepeterson.com for Jessie's stuff. Thanks, guys. Take care.